Welcome to Disrupt Equities Apartment Investing Podcast. This podcast will offer weekly episodes equipping passive and active investors alike with the tools, knowledge, and confidence to build wealth through one of the most powerful wealth creation vehicles out there, apartments. Let's get into today's episode. Gonna give us a countdown? Oh, that was the countdown? All right. We are live. <laughs> Barely we're live. All right. We got a surprise <laughs> countdown from our uh, buddy, Shanna. Our director, producer, <laughs> editor, Miss Shanna back there. Yeah. No, no. So, how are people doing? It's Monday. It's Monday. And it's raining outside. It's another beautiful Monday. day in paradise down here in Houston, Texas. The it's Disrupt Studios. paradise. 85 degrees outside, but it feels like 110 with all the humidity. Yeah, it's a little swampy. It's a little swampy. Yeah, so uh-huh. have a good weekend. Yeah, man. Yeah, tried to enjoy it. You know, it wasn't raining over the weekend. Got to sit out by the pool, go to the water park. We practiced social distancing. They only let like 20% of the people uh, of capacity in there. So there's no lines. All right. So it was fun. And you're having yeah. a coffee without me? Hey, dude, you already drank yours, man. I'm sorry that you have a problem and you had to power through yours, all right? Yeah, so <laughs> no worries. We'll get it kicked off. So for those of you watching the first time, Money Mondays, we try to do this every Monday, 3.30 p.m. Maybe we'll move it, maybe not. We'll see, kind of a different day. But, you know, the idea is really kind of going through different topics live and answering mm-hmm. questions. So this topic we're going to talk about. Virtual assistance, the and big buzzword these days. Absolutely. And so we are, well, that's the topic for this time. We'll go through that and kind of, you know, give our input on that. We, we know a lot about that. But really, the, the most value of all of this is actually the live Q&A. Yep. So for those of you that have questions, please feel free to go ahead and drop them. We'll go ahead and answer them live. And, you know, it doesn't have to be about virtual assistants. It can be about anything you guys want from asset management, property management, to Ben's hair. So I got to keep always, my, I got a streak going on how much I talk about Ben's hair. You always have to go back with that, man. You always have to go back with that. Can't break no. my streak. I know, I know. I was, I, was, I was telling him that I was watching like four of these in a row a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, every single one, he said something about my hair. You know, I was, I was very, I, No, I just thought it was funny. I was like, we need to get another joke in here, yeah. man. You know, we'll find, I'll come up with one for you. Don't worry. You know, but yeah, no, folks, this is the power of this is that it's interactive. So ask your questions and we'd love to hear your feedback on what kind of topics we can cover too, right? You know, we're trying to provide some some value, not only on the investing side and kind of what's working in the market or what we're seeing in the market, but also just, you know, how to be a better entrepreneur, how to be a better business owner, how to streamline your operations, right? So that's what this is all about. So having said that, right? Talk to us, what is a virtual assistant? And for people right. that are kind of tuning in and don't know anything about that. It's an assistant that's not there in person, right? Oh. So, you know, they're virtual. So kind of, you know, usually VAs kind of has the assumption that it's someone in the Philippines, but really yep. it doesn't need to be someone in the Philippines. The idea is very much of having another team member that's not local, not in an office, and someone to help with staff augmentation, right? So mm-hmm. helping with roles that, you know, that you need help with, right? And a lot of times... You know, VAs are good at certain things that maybe people here aren't as good at, right? You know, usually you can find some that are very organized, very kind of punctual, and very, you know, they take the job really to heart, right? And so, um, you know, it's a a thing that's becoming more phenomenal. I did this last, first VA I ever did was like 10 years ago, right? It was not as normalized as it is now, but it's a good way to, you know, get some more staff to help you out with different systems, and usually at a better price point, obviously. Right, that's a big reason why people do it. That coupled with just the, you know, how much they respect the job and they really value that job. And so at Disrupt Equity, we have what, you know, we hired on four more VAs last week. We have like eight of them. Yeah. And not last two weeks or three weeks ago. And so we have, you know, we've kind of been growing that and we use them kind of throughout the company. 
So, so how can I mean how can a company benefit? So beyond you know, okay, they like their job, right? You know, they're they they're a little bit more cost effective than maybe an American executive assistant or, or, or assistant here in the states, right? You know, how can how can a business benefit from having a virtual assistant, right? It's really, I mean, it's, it's pricing, right? Fundamentally, it's pricing. It's the hourly rate, right? A good VA is going to cost you anywhere between five to nine dollars an hour, right? Mm-hmm. Again, depending on the qualifications, what you're looking to do. But again, it's another person that is a cheaper resource that you could have help with different aspects. A good one is just a call center, right? You can find some of these that have really, really good English, right? Yep. And they, they enjoy doing it and they can help backfill, for example, at the properties, right? Whenever someone doesn't answer, you can go to the VA. So today at our back our office, right, we have the numbers route to a VA that answers it, documents what mm-hmm. happens and basically knows for a certain set of things, who to reach out to, what to reach out to them about, right? And they can do outbound too, right? You know, so you got the inbound call center, right? But yeah. also, you know, you know, we have them do outbound stuff too, whether yeah. it be market surveys on the on the disrupt management side, mm-hmm. you know, to calling vendors, right? Yeah. And chasing down invoices. You know, I think that's another way that, w- that we've been able to utilize them and benefit from them is they kind of do, and don't think of it like as every nitty gritty task, right? Think of things that, you know, make sense for a virtual assistant to actually do, right? You know, some stuff you want something that's either stateside or you want something that's in person, right? But w- what we've also seen them be very good at is putting graphics together, right? Doing social media and social media posts, right? Following up on reviews, you know, and now a lot of this is tied to kind of our acquisitions, you know, um, you know, arm disrupt equity and kind of, you know, and, and disrupt management, our property management company. But I mean, you can utilize these on all kinds of different businesses, especially on the social media side. A lot of people aren't very good at that and aren't very consistent. And that's what I always think is important about them is that they take that seriously. If you ask them to do it three times a week, then, you know, be online for three hours a day, they will absolutely do that, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, that's... Yeah, being consistent, we have them work U.S. hours. So yeah. maybe kind of that, just, let's, talk, let's talk about kind of the life cycle of a VA, right? First thing you got to do is find a VA. Yeah. Where do you find VAs, right? There's a lot of online systems. We've hired ours through Upwork. I used yep. to use a site called Scriptless. I mean, there's a big variety of them. Upwork's a pretty good one. I think, I think they're one of the but, bigger ones, right? Yeah, you but, know. but the trick in hiring a VA, it's all about, you know, how you get what you put into it, right? And so a lot of it is basically, you know... How do you interview them? How do you select them? And you're really looking for really highly qualified VAs, right? Mm-hmm. People that have that A game, right? That you, again, you want someone bring on someone that is not going to be a big waste of time, right? Yeah. Not someone you have to spend a lot of time training and then they kind of fizzle off. And so a lot of times we're looking for people that have perfect ratings, right? The rock stars. Because yeah, I mean, subpar, you know, even if it's 4.9 versus 5, that's actually a big difference, right? They didn't drop the ball somewhere. And sometimes it's legitimate, but again, you're starting the bar very high because there are a lot of people that are looking for jobs. And so, yeah. you know, first thing you do is finding VAs. Usually we go through, and every time for every one VA, for every one VA we're hiring, we try to probably interview five people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that are actually probably already qualified enough. And you're digging in, and you know, you know, I ask them bluntly, do you want to work U.S. hours? What are you good at? What are you not good yeah. at? What do you like? What do you not like? And you try to find a role. Do, they, do we have a role that fits them, right? But I think the interview process is really, you know, critical. And the more important part, though, is understanding the ramp up, right? You can't just throw them at everything. There is training that's involved, right? Yeah. And having the right set of tasks. I like to use the example. When we first started, I think Ben was thinking, well, we just toss whatever. But really, there's a little bit of an art, right? To kind of, we spent a lot of time collectively. What are you talking about, man? That wasn't me. <laughs> but but, but it's collectively, there's a little bit of an art to about. Well, it's like any other employee, right? You can't just, you know, say, oh, go fix all this or go do all these without giving them some explanation as to why and give them steps as to how they can execute that task or that project, right? Absolutely. And so kind of internally, right, we spent a lot of time kind of going through what are the things that we want to give to them, right? Yep. So we kind of locked ourselves in the conference room, brainstorming with us and the team. 
And then from that, okay, now how do we break these out into well, clearly labeled tasks, then teach them, and more importantly, right, record the teaching and have the VA go in and document how to complete that task. Yep. I think that's the critical thing. And then we have an internal knowledge base, we use Confluence. And, but basically getting it to where each person can, you know, clearly articulate the task and then therefore you can continue to refine. Mm -hmm. I'm a big believer that nothing is perfect the first time through, right? And you only improve if you're able to continue to refine, but you're only able to refine if you have it documented and know how you did it, right? Yep. And so you can know what you can improve on. And so we get it all documented and then we can see, okay, well, this thing did not work out so well. So if we add another two steps here, 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 it's clear cut. But then also it makes it to where that's so crystal clear that you can hand that off to another person. Yep. And so we have, you know, several VAs and we have, you know, some that are really good at their role and they will kind of help put together that plan and hand off to another VA to be able to take on, right? Maybe someone newer, less senior, and that person's able to basically successfully go do the job. So you have a manager, so we have managed, just to kind of, you know, be clearly defining what we're talking about here. You literally have a VA that manages the other VAs, Absolutely. right? You know, and that's, that's, that's a beauty part about it. The other thing that I love about the VAs too is, yes, you teach them how to do it, but then they document the whole entire process on your behalf, man. And that includes, yeah. you know, going through, you know, uh, Zoom, you know, recordings, you know, having, you know, PDS in there with arrows going to where you have to do, the whole entire process is now documented. So if that VA goes away, Guess what? At least that process is now documented and you don't have to do that again. Exactly. And so that's the, that's the important thing, right? And we love our VAs. They've helped really push the, the needle forward. They've done it. But it's important to understand job. that it, they are a critical part of that team. Yep. And, you know, we treat them as part of the team. They're on mm -hmm. our team calls, right? They're, everyone gets on video. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows what everyone looks like. And, you know, you kind of build that sense of camaraderie and, you know, really an environment that everyone wants to work at the thing, you know, because I think a lot of VAs have been used to you know, essentially working in jobs that they don't really like, the people don't really treat them with respect. So if you mm -hmm. just treat them with respect, do, you know, help them be successful at their job, you know, it's a good to win-win win -win situation. Yeah, and they're doing really, really well. You know, I mean, we talk about five nine dollars an hour, right? That seems like not a whole lot of money, but in some of the places in the world that we're talking about, like, that is a lot of money. Yeah, I was right? in the that's Philippines a, good, a year ago. That's a good amount of money for what they're, for what they're doing, and they're, they're grateful about it. And for that, for that they're going to they're gonna go out there and they're going to, yeah do everything that you ask them to do, right? But one thing that I wanted to kind of point out too is you, whenever you're doing the hiring and the interviewing process, right, make sure that their English is good, right, both spoken and written if you can, right, especially if you're gonna be having them do social media posts and graphics, you know, or talking with, you know, it's a client-facing role, right? You want them to not have too heavy of an accent, right? A little bit of an accent's fine. When we live in America, that's, you know, we're, we're a land of immigrants, right? But at the end of the day, right, you don't want it to be too thick where people can understand them, yeah. right? You know, the other thing too is, is we always expect them to work U.S. hours. Now you can ask, what time of the day is that in the Philippines? It's usually at night. It's almost right? a 12-hour difference. Yeah, right? it's a 12-hour difference, right? So they will be working during the night, but once again, they're happy to do that. Um, and that just makes it easier for us if we have a question, right? We can communicate with them right then and there versus, you know, pounding out an email, then having to wait 12 hours to hear from them. Absolutely. So that's a big, that's a big part yeah. of the hiring process so, is making sure that that's defined. Yeah, so let's pause right there. So for those of you tuned in the first time, right, Money Mondays, we do this every Monday, 3.30 yep. p.m. And the idea is really going through different topics. This week's mm -hmm. topics about VAs and kind of talking through that, but more importantly, answering questions. So if you have questions, feel free to ask them. So kind of go through a few of these. So Ronnie says, what's up, guys? Ronnie, like I'm not wearing the plaid wearing, Monday. I'm so not wearing the plaid, man. I'm not, not plaid Monday. Plaid. So, you know, kind of different. I, I, this morning, whenever I was going to. You gonna, are wearing plaid. It's not quite that's plaid. That's pseudo plaid. It's pseudo plaid. You know, I want to, I like to look, you know, professional. Ben, not so much. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> hey, I shaved this morning, uh, all right? Come on. So, Jorge, you know, uh, what up, fellas? A long time to see. Yeah, hey, a long what's time up, buddy? to see, man. You know, got to make it down to Houston sometime. I know. We're practicing. This is six feet. Social distancing, yeah. okay? And so mm. then, uh, let's see. So, Ryan says, what's your VA team org chart look like? Good question. That is a good question. I'd say right now we have our VAs kind of split across the different orgs, right? Yep. We have kind of a group that does with the management side, right? We have mm-hmm. in-house management. So there's kind of a handful there that our president kind of runs. Like, you know, really mm-hmm. try. Now the kind of point where she's got one virtual, one assistant that's kind of the right arm, right hand. Yep. And then that person helps delegate and manage the rest of the VAs, right? Because that helps scale. The problem is you have to, you know, we constantly think about how do we build something in a way that you can continue to scale and you're not mm-hmm. basically lost in the weeds, right? As you grow that business, you need to be able to scale. And so having a manager that is really becoming kind of that person that's helping shepherd the rest of it helps yep. you hire on five more VAs. Well, it's not now taking the president's time, it's taking that manager's time, right? Mm-hmm. And help transition them out of doing kind of the task-driven pro- approach and more on the, the people approach. And then I think, you know, also something to point out too is like each one is going to have some kind of a specialization. That doesn't mean that they're not going to help out in these different these different things that they have to do, right? But one is going to be mainly maybe the social media, right? You know, one might be doing articles. One might be doing accounting, right? You know, yeah, I mean, so, so once dig, again, they can help. Let's some examples for people, right? Yeah. Things that people, some of the things that our VAs are doing. We have a VA that helps do market surveys on every property yep. every two weeks, right? Calling all the comps, not just pulling a CoStar report that's not very accurate, right? But really, let's go call each of our comps, ask them, what are the rents? What are the concessions they're getting, right? And there's a process to it, right? And putting Mm -hmm. together a sheet so that way our, you know, we know we have fresh data on all of the deals nearby. That's an important one, right? Another one is really, again, that inbound call, right? Helping with kind of AP. Whenever we take over a property, getting all of the invoices digitized, right? Mm-hmm. How do you get all of them digitized, set up in the right way, in the right tool, right? With, you know, in terms of kind of in our uh, property management software. Mm-hmm. Uh, calling all of the vendors and making sure that we have invoices for everything that is on the AP. Because you yep. take over from a different company, there's stuff on there and you're like, do we actually owe this? Do we not? So again, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, helping with all the social media aspects is another one. And again, you know, the, the sky's the limit, right? So there's a lot of stuff. You know, we have some secret stuff I don't even want to share. But, um, you know, it it's goes a lot of, on and on and on. Y- I mean. You'd be surprised, right? I mean, I would say the, the big buckets that we use them for is going to be social media, uh, calls, inbound and outbound, and then accounting, right? And then, you know, one of them is, is you know, the president of our property management company. He's kind of almost their executive assistant, too. Yeah. So you could use them. But there's all kinds. You have to look at what their background is because, you know, you have one VA that we have, right, that has a lot of experience in posting ads, job ads, right? So, you know, she's kind of been our de facto if we need to go off and hire somebody, right? She helps kind of draft the job description. Obviously, we're reviewing it and approving it, right? But then she goes off to these 15 different job websites and post them all for us because she's got experience in doing that, yeah. right? So sometimes yeah. you can have them do one thing, but that doesn't mean that they can't do 15 other things too, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And going through the live questions, this is kind of relates to what Ben's talking about. You know, Jorge asked, how do you hold them accountable? How many times do you meet with them, right? Yep. Holding them accountable is critical. So what I said earlier, the first thing is making sure you have a well-defined documented process, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we use Asana internally, and this is literally, and I know you guys can't see it, a long, long list of each of the different projects. Each project is a very clearly defined, articulated yeah. project that I arguably, One, two, I, it three, needs to be four, in a way five. that I can hand off to anybody mm-hmm. and that anybody can get it done. Whether it's, you know, Ben, me, a VA, a, you know, anyone, right, should be able to fairly reasonably read it and get that task done. I might so need a couple it, extra steps. Yeah, I'm Ben's a, slow, ben needs but. a little bit more hand-holding, but <laughs> anyone else, you know, probably can get it done. But, you know, the point being is that it's, it's that clear, right? Yeah. It's, and it takes time and effort. So, again, it doesn't come free. 
So that's step one. So you, they know exactly what they need to do. Now, Jorge, to your question, the accountability piece, right? So for every task, we also define when should it get done. Yes. Weekly, monthly, bi-weekly, quarterly, all of that type of stuff. And so again, all of that goes on a calendar, right? And you can see, did this get done or not? Yes, yeah, task driven, right? Like, you know, I mean, if, if it's not getting done, then you know you got a problem, right? Then you got a course correct. It's just like any other employee here stateside, right? You you say, hey, this is what your job's supposed to be. This is when you're supposed to get it done. And if they're not getting it done, then you got to figure out why, yeah. right? And you then know? last but not least, we do ask our VAs to kind of check in and check out yep. each day, right? So Shannon on our team is kind of transitioned. She's taking on more of that responsibility. So kind of help free us up. But again, it's just, you know, and it's not really meant to micromanage, right? It's, hey, you know, how's the day going? What pain points do they have? And then we do have them participate in our team calls. So Mm -hmm. just like the rest of our team, right, we're all on the same call Mondays. Well, they're part of the team, Everyone's on the video. They are part of the team. Yeah, I mean, I always got to say, you got to own it, right? They are are an employee of your organization, right? You know, regardless if they're in the Philippines or not, right? It's just like any other remote employee, especially now, everybody seems to be a remote employee, right? So you got to keep those people accountable, keep them moving in the right direction, right? Um, you know, but that's a, that's a good question. You yeah. got to keep them accountable. And so, I mean, there, there's a method to the madness. And so I think, like Ben said, actually, I think it's important to make them part of the team, not into some orthogonal person. Yes. I think that's already set up for failure, right? Yep. And, you know, there's and then I guess maybe one of the questions on the slide is, you know, what tools can you monitor, right? So Upwork does have a tool yep. that'll monitor their screen and take screenshots every minute. You could use that, but honestly, I think ultimately it comes about comes down to hiring on good quality VAs that mm-hmm. respect the job and you respect them and they'll naturally want to do a good job, right? And really teaching them that being wrong is okay. It's okay to make mistakes, right? But it's about learning from the mistakes and how do we iterate. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big believer and it's better to ask for permission, uh, for for forgiveness than permission, and kind of instilling that, right? So how do you, you know, hey, you tried to go do this thing because you thought it was that way, it's okay, okay, maybe it didn't work out, well, here's how we should do it. And honestly, as a manager, that the mistake comes comes your fault. You didn't do a good enough job articulating the what. And so owning that, but again, they're a team member, so it's no different it's not really, the only difference, honestly, between a staff member in the office and a VA, in my mind, outside of the all of the little side chatter that happens naturally in an office, but let's just say it's a remote mm-hmm. employee stateside, is really, you know, just how, just the, the lack of domain knowledge in things inside of the United States, right? Because they didn't yeah. grow up here. And so everything else should actually be fairly similar mm-hmm. between the two. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. And so let's and go I was going to say, I was going to say, for in terms of tools too, right? You know, we talked about we have them check in and check out, right? Like as part of the checkout process, they have literally a breakdown. Like, spent an hour and twenty nine minutes and thirty five seconds doing this task, right? Then you can tie back that task to Asana, right, or your project manager, your task management tool, and make sure, okay, was that and then, and that, that the stuff that's supposed how to be working on, right? Yeah. And, you know, tie it all together. And yeah, one or yeah, it, to Ben's point, it's it's again, it's all about you and your systems and processes. But ultimately, usually there's giving us summaries. Okay, I worked on this, worked on this, yeah. and you can kind of get a feel. Well, shoot, you spent a, you know the whole day on this other thing. Maybe they're not doing it the right way. They yeah. misunderstood what needed to happen. And again, there's growing pains like anything, but getting things clearly done is I think critical. And it's, and trying to get that from somebody from stateside. It's a, that's a little bit more challenging, right? You know, uh, American workers don't really work like Filipinos. Yeah. Do, so. And so yeah. Uh, maybe kind of continuing on, right? So kind of going through a few more questions. If you have questions, please leave them live. We'll happily talk to them. So uh, let's see. Rob asks, hey, guys. Uh, hey. Do you manage your properties or work through management companies? We do have our in-house management company. Mm-hmm. So that's it's called kind of Disrupt help. Management. Yeah. Keep, it, keep it easy on these names. Yeah. So know. next question is, uh, does your VAs look... Look at your management company reports and help 
you asset manage things like accounting, et cetera. Yes, I mean, I think- They're helping on the property management side. Yeah, I mean, they're another set of eyes, but even, and again, I know asset managers that use them, right? There are some things with any job that is routine, right, can be systematized, it doesn't have to be you. Mm -hmm. So it's about clearly understanding what those are, figuring out, okay, here's what I'm doing, here's how how I'm doing it, can I write it up in a report that I hand off to somebody and get them to systematically do them? Yeah. Another thing that we have our inv- our uh, VAs do is our property updates, right? We send monthly updates on every property. Yep. Well, as you grow with more and more properties, it becomes even more routine to go set them all up in active campaign. So the asset manager will write up the initial kind of summary, right? Then the VA will take that, mm-hmm. gets assigned to the VA, the VA knows how to go take it, create it in our system, draft the whole thing, and then send us the, the draft to kind of review. Yep. Yep. We spot check it, does it look right, and then we fire it off, mm-hmm. right? Again, that's something that used to take up our time, right? But mm-hmm. again, that's a, a very clear thing to hand off. And so there's no reason that you can't do it for, I need a VA that is gonna review all the financials and f- tell me how how much each month is being spent on X, Y, and Z, and if they sum up to more than $200, send an email to Ben saying we have a problem. Yeah, like, yeah I mean, like you can have them like maybe track and utilities spend every month, right? Yeah. You know, you start you start kind of defining, hey, these are the metrics that I want I mean, you to spot check, I mean, a good example check, is, right? you know, how much overtime is staff doing, right? Yeah. So a good asset manager is monitoring that. A good management company should be well, monitoring but that they are, We are managing, yeah. so we have to make a distinction, right? So Disrupt Equity, right, is the acquisition arm, then we have Disrupt Management, which is a property management company. So a lot of the VAs are doing a lot of that on the management, the property management side, right? You know, and we have our VAs on the disrupt equity side, but they are doing some different things too. Yeah. Right? So, no. but again, to the question, you know, it's, we, you could use them anywhere you, could you want. You could absolutely use they them. They are capable yeah. of going through financials and helping. And again, we even have them help with our payroll, actually, right? They, they do all the initial calculations of payroll, they send Over all the time. calculations and all that to the president approval and fire off. So, don't don't feel like they can't do a lot of different things, but it comes down to you to kind of really articulate that. Mm-hmm. So going through some more questions, um, Brent says, check out Time Doctor for the check-in out. They have to manually heart check in and out. I like it. It also tracks like the it. keystrokes, mouse clicks, and their screenshots. Yeah, there's a lot of tools that do it. Time Doctor, I know Harvest has got one. There, I forget what these are. There's a whole niche for this type of apps, but if you want to kind of have that level of detail, there's a lot of tools that help with that. So. Yeah, and I think starting off, maybe that's all right, right? But you have to kind of get to a point where you're, you're, you're trusting that they're getting things done, right? And and really, we're a results-driven company. So if the results aren't there, if the tasks aren't getting done, then we know that there's a problem, right? And yeah. so we should know pretty early on. Yeah, and it's about mm-hmm. having the right tools. Like Ben said, we use Asana, we use internally, we used to use Slack, now we're using Teams, yep. right? But even things like our managers know that if someone calls in, let's say a vendor calls in, asks for an invoice, that... VA knows how to go reach out to our manager on Teams. It's not very hard. They know who, you know, mm-hmm. each of the property. They go to that team and message the manager saying, so-and-so reached out asking about X, Y, and Z, yep. right? Or a tenant called asking about X, Y, and Z, right? Mm-hmm. They can help with all that. And even, you know, going as far as saying, okay, for each month back, you know, pre-COVID, I guess, but really how do we make sure, you know, we're a big believer in tenant you know, the quality of tenant life and quality of staff life. Yep. So how do you yep. make sure that you're always doing, every month you're doing some sort of tenant retention event and you're doing a staff retention event? Well, that starts with the manager. So the VA would reach out to the manager, hey, what are you doing this month for X? What are you doing this month for Y? Yep. And they follow up, hey, I didn't hear back from you. What are you doing this month? Making sure something is happening. Okay, I'm doing a barbecue on the 25th. Guess what, the 25th, did that happen? Can we get pictures to yeah. kind of share out? So, you know, really thinking all through it and systematizing all that. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's see, what else do we got here? So if anyone has any questions, so Monday, Mondays, we do it every, you know, 3.30 every Monday, right? Usually we're going for about 30 minutes, so we'll probably go for another seven more minutes. So if you have questions, feel free to drop them. 
right? This week we're talking about VAs, but it doesn't have to be a question about VAs or virtual assistants. It can be about whatever you want it to be. So let's see any more questions. So James, great jobs. Thanks, James. Long time no see. You definitely got to come down to Houston. We got to catch up, man. It's been way too long. It's, James uh, Kalasami? Yeah, James hey, Kalasami. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? It's yeah, we'll, we'll get over to San Antonio, too. We'll try to see if we can sync up one of the two ways. Yeah, so then Rob says, awesome. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Right, Noor right. says, thumbs up. Thumbs up all back to you. Right. Thank you. So, all right. So we got some, we got some Q&A that yeah, came in. Some of this we already went through, well. right? But just to kind of be respectful of people that kind of sent in some questions. So tips on integrating VAs into your business. You know, I'll take a stab at this. I think it's ultimately, you have to look at your whole entire business holistically and say, okay, what stuff can I can I streamline? What stuff can I automate? What stuff can I delegate out, right? And then see where you can augment in virtual assistants to kind of help out, right? You have to realize that, yes, can they, can they accomplish a ton of different tasks? Absolutely. But you have to realize that you have to be very, very specific, right? You can't just be like, go do a property update, right? That's a very open-ended, you know, task, right? That they're not even going to know where to begin, right? So you have to realize that you're going to have to take some time to integrate the instructions of these tasks into the workflow of the VA and so understanding that. So if it's a very, very complex thing that might take you days or weeks to really kind of think through, maybe you should hold on to that for yeah, now. So Get them in, example, integrated right? in. So if you wanted someone to help you with ordering, let's just totally pick something not even real estate related. Yep. You want to order groceries. I want your help ordering groceries. Well, yep. it's not very useful. It's, yep. hey, every Monday, right, I'd like you to go message this person, ask them how many pounds of chicken, how many pounds of beef, how many pounds of veggies, of, you know, what, that they want each week. And then after you get that report, if you don't get it back within an hour, reaping them. After you get that, well, then go call this number, place that order. Yep. Here's the credit card that you use. Have it mailed to this address and boom. Like it's very you clearly well-defined, right? You have to be well very defined, specific, right? right? Yeah. Where are you going to get the chicken? What are you going to use to pay for? Where does the what stuff need to be What are you going to make with the chicken then? I don't know, man. You're putting me on the spot. Come I don't on, know. Man. You know, King Ranch casserole, maybe chicken enchiladas. Anyone wants anyone wants, co- anyone wants dinner? Come over to my house. All right, we'll help you. You know, hey, we'll help. We'll help here. You know, and I'll have, we'll have Ben help cut the salad. So, you know, but yeah, there's there, there's you. It's just like any other employee. That's what like don't make take the mystery out of the VAs, yeah. right? And how would you integrate another employee if they're, especially if they're remote, right? You know, but be very, very specific. I can't, I don't think we can drill that. That's probably, if you have any it's, takeaways, right, be very specific in what yeah, you're Yeah, and I think the hardest do. part of hiring a VA, I mean, Jorge asked the right question about accountability, but also specificity. Yeah. So a little bit of both, right? How do you clearly, and once you start to realize the value of VAs, you start to become, everything can be kind of be done the VA, right? It takes some time to warm up to it. But I mean, we have, like I counted, we have 56 well-defined tasks let alone the other 20 that are still kind of in flight right now. We That's only with one subset of and there's And there's some that was just one, like, and he, one and, again, and done, right? Each you one know. of these is a well-documented thing with paragraphs and steps and recordings and screenshots, the whole shebang. Yeah, so. and then there's some stuff that they only have to do once, right? Like, go and research these five things, yeah. right? You know, I mean, so... They're, they've done hundreds That's of this at this yeah, point, we, right? We, we you have, know, these yeah. are just ongoing tasks versus one one-time tasks. So, last question: What roles do virtual assistants play at Disrupt? So let's let's what, start with Disrupt Equity, right? What role do they not play? That's yes. true. That's true. You <laughs> right? know, we they can, spin can that play back. any role. I think we went through most of these, but like Ben mentioned, right on the management side, it's more about kind of process, accountability, auditing, those kind of things. Yep. On the Disrupt Equity side, it's more about you know, uh, marketing, marketing, graphic design, graphic design, social media, social media that aspect you know. of things. And so, yeah, and again, mean, and then we have other businesses that other things are kind of being built out, researching, helping hiring on people. That's actually a big one. Staffing, yeah. staffing mm-hmm. can be a burden, right? 
No, so no, that's what, that's what I was mentioning. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, one of our guys has a lot of experience in that. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a, ultimately, you know, you can, they can fill a whole lot of roles, right? You know, I mean, but then you have to kind of say, okay, they can't raise equity, right? You know, they can't probably develop those relationships with the brokers, find that rich right? uncle in the Philippines, right? I know, so. right? You know, but, you know, beyond that, a lot of this stuff is kind of, you know, the minutia of the process, right? And marketing, you know, but they can help with accounting too, right? So accounting, yeah. marketing, and admin tasks is probably their biggest their biggest roles. Yeah, and again, you can find a yeah. VA for everything. I guess we have one guy that is not really a VA, but he kind of is. There's all of our web stuff. Yeah. Right? We, he's yeah, a website guy. He's, he's more of a consultant, but, you know, we hire him on demand. But, I mean, it's at the point where, like, lately he's pretty much been full-time with yeah. us, right? We've kept him really busy. <laughs> We've been building right? that So a lot he can do sense. web development, right? And, again, not he's not going to go build me a complicated, you know, clone of Facebook. But yeah. he is going to help with the site, make this look right, build these pages, build this content, yeah. go get, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so make it look right on mobile, you know, all of that type of stuff. They've been helping mm. with Investor Academy, actually, whenever we launched InvestorAcademy.net. Yeah. They helped get all the videos edited, uploaded, organized, created with content. I mean, graphics, all of that. That's actually, right? That was a lot yeah, of work, they too. Did a lot so. of, they did a lot of graphics, too, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, check it out. They so did good the work. sky's the limit. I know. Definitely. But. Definitely. We got any other questions Let's in there? See, anyone else any more questions? So I mean, we're nearing the top of the hour. So for those of you tuning in for the first time, right? Money Mondays, we do this every Monday, three thirty. If you uh, if you're seeing this for the first time, go to Disrupt Equities page and mm-hmm. you know go ahead and subscribe, and you can kind of see see these in the future. Uh, the idea is really going through a bunch of different topics, from asset management to property management to acquisitions, VAs, acquisitions, underwriting. We've gone through it all, and we'll continue to go through things. If you have topics you'd like to see, definitely make some suggestions. We're Open book. Yeah, completely. Happy open. to go through whatever. And, you know, but you could ask any questions you want. And so if you have any questions, feel free to drop them. We're happy to answer them live. Otherwise, we'll, we'll wrap it up here in the next minute or two. All right. Going All right. once. Anyone have any questions? Let's, let's, let's get them done. Going yeah. once. We always like we always like rap, and then there's Jorge, always like, I know you have another question now. There's there. always like, oh, I wanted to ask. And Where's then, David? David hasn't been on David Igles. Ig- oh, Igles. David. That's the first time. Uh, and yeah. who else is not? Hello, uh, oh, Rob asked a question. Do you hire a VA based on personality? Do you give them a test or, or the company sends you their resume with their strengths, weaknesses? So I would say both. Personality is a big part yeah. of it, right? You, I mean, it's important to have the right culture at any company, right? And so you want VAs that, again, match the personality style. Yeah. We want our VAs to be self-starters. We want them to be comfortable asking questions. We want them to not be fearful. Right, and so finding people that do that, and you know, you kind of test them on the in the interview, right? You you might throw a question out of the blue and just see how they react to it. Do they yep. s- laugh? Do they smile? You know, you <laughs> ask them about their family situation, all that. You're trying to take into all that into account. Just around, like is any this person going to have the right mix of things? Yeah, it's yeah. no different than any other employee. And so, um, you know, that's that. And I think the other half of the question is, uh, do you give them a test for the company? Yeah, we typically ask them if they can calculate IRR. That's a good one. If they can calculate on the spot, they're hard. No, I'm kidding. We don't. I'm there's out. no formal I'm test. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna send Ben to the Philippines and just. Oh uh, no. You know. But um, no formal test. I mean, honestly, it's about a gut check, and then also giving them something the first week or two to see how do they handle, right? Yeah. Is it a good fit? I mean, really, I guess maybe one thing we didn't talk about for all our VAs, we tell them, hey, we want to bring you on. You know, let's do like a 60, 60 day trial. If it goes well, we will increase your pay. Right. Yeah. I'm happy to pay up for the right quality of people. Um, so that's definitely, I think, the best way to think about that. 
So let's see. Uh, Troy says, looking good, gents. Thanks, Troy. Thanks, buddy. Joe says, future topics could be building a business plan upon acquisition. Good question. Good, good, good topic. So, okay. Shannon, okay. take a note of that one. So maybe one of the upcoming ones we'll talk about. Maybe it's really what does the first ninety days look like post acquisition? Yeah, because you should already really have uh, the overall business plan ahead of time, yeah. right? You know, it's just more so getting kicking it off and and what does the first ninety days look like? Absolutely. Right? Yeah, no. All right, Jeff says, good job, guys. Long time Thanks. no see, Jeff Greenberg. Hey, Jeff, how's it going, buddy? So, all right. hopefully we'll see you again soon. It's been a long time since we've seen all I know. of our uh, it's board like friends. It's, it's, <laughs> it's blown past, like, last five months. It's just yeah. going to be like a blur. When was so. the last boardroom? Was it December? I think it was December. Yeah, boardroom was uh, a while ago. You know, well, yeah, actually, December. might have been, was it November? Might have, but it wasn't January, yeah, February. Yeah, it was not January or February, yeah. you know. But I saw oh. Greenberg when I was in L.A., but that was still March. Yeah. You know, we're now going into August almost. So. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah, keep us posted, everybody. Let us know if there's anything else we could talk about. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. We will call it a wrap. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode on Disrupt Equities Apartment Investing Podcast. We have some really great episodes coming up, so make sure to subscribe to the podcast. For those interested in passively investing in cash-flowing multifamily properties, visit disruptequity.com slash invest. Fill out your information there and you will get notified when we release our next multifamily passive investment offering.